welcome to the Sacred Springs podcast, a podcast where we explore the wisdom of earth, spirit, and the wisdom within. I'm your host, Melissa Grace. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. Happy New Year. Oh my gosh, it is 2023 and we are just zipping along here. Life goes by quickly, man. One of my favorite songs from uh, this ranch camp that I worked at and uh, actually got ended up getting married at. Um, it's an old 70s folk song. It's called All My Life's a Circle. And it's really, it's just all a circle. And here back around again, we are in the new year. So I wanted to talk about today, and I thought it would be really helpful to talk about um, the inner world exploration of what winter brings. So although we're on the second half of, you know, winter as in the sun's coming back, so there's that um, end of winter thing happening, or there's that other side of winter where it's not getting dark more any longer where the light's coming back but I still think that there's some really great things to be experienced here within like cyclical living so just exploring the inner world of what that would mean during winter and kind of just a little touch more um, touching up and going a little bit more in depth in cyclical living that's a pattern here and on this podcast is like really coming into contact with cyclical living. Um, Life really is a circle and we are cyclical beings and the earth is a cyclical being. And I think that it's so fascinating to explore and also like very enlightening and helpful to really embrace that. So I also wanted to like, be more clear on how this inner exploration, how this cyclical work and how um, nourishing ourselves in this time, like this winter time, a really uh, a time of deep nourishment for our our own inner self um, can really help us build a life of our dreams, can really aid us in manifesting and creating what we love and what we want to see in this world. So yeah, it is today. It's, I think it's January 7th. It's, um, yeah, the, the days are getting a little longer, although I don't quite feel it yet. I can feel this like inner fire start to come back online. Um, I don't know. We just had the cancer full moon last night. I don't know about you guys, but the last few days have been really tiring. I've been really exhausted, really just feeling super sensitive and like needing to like withdraw, go to bed early. And I'm blaming the cancer full moon. So cancer really is that drive. It's the mother archetype. It's that drive in us to protect ourselves and to be nurturing of ourselves. It represents the home and, um, and the crab it's, it's symbolized by the crab. 
So the crab, if you think about it, it's a very primitive being. A crab is like, you know, it's like protect myself. I have a hard exterior, but I have a completely molten interior. Um, and the crab is, is home in the ocean and the, the ocean and the, the earth. They are terrestrial and they are water beings. So, so yeah, that full moon felt really relevant. Um, and just, I think that so many of us are so caught up in our society and our jobs and our like lives, which is so understandable, right? We're here to live, like we're living life. We miss kind of the code, the blueprint for our true happiness and fulfillment and health and vitality. And cyclical living is like this. Cyclical living gives us a blueprint to say, hey, here's what nature is doing around you. And here's what actually your body, your mind, your soul, these are tuned to these cycles, these greater cycles. And I always think of it like a creek running downstream, right? A creek runs downstream. You never will see a creek running up the mountain or upwards because that's not the natural flow. And when we go against cyclical living, when we don't observe the cycles within nature and within ourselves, we're literally trying to make a stream go uphill. You can try and it might work for a little bit using all this complex technology, and, but it's never going to truly work. And there is, there is a universal kind of force happening that whether or not you pay attention to it or that we as beings, human beings pay attention to it, it is still there and it will reign supreme in our lives. You know, for example, when we are circadian rhythms, circadian biology is starting to, you know, all of this evidence about how light really predicts and how uh, light predicts Um, health or disease in us. Light gives our cells, you know, food. It gives our cells, um, it tells our cells like how to produce hormones and when to. And when we have our circadian rhythm off, it gives rise to all these different diseases. So cyclical living is like this, right? We know that we will see dysfunction if we choose to live against this, this cycles and we can really, it's like unlocking magic. Truly it is because there is magic all around us. Magic isn't just this, you know, notion or concept made up. Um, it exists. It is not evil. It is all around us. Being alive is magical. And when we tune into these cycles, it's almost like magic because we begin to step into our design and that feels so good to step into your design. It feels so aligned to be living in your design. So this is like true alignment. And when we say like we're earth-based and all of this, cyclical living is the way to this. Cyclical living, um, you know, we can think of the cycles of 
the seasons, which is kind of what I'm talking about more here. We can think about a woman's menstrual cycle and what happens within a month for her and how she goes through these different seasons within a month. We can think about the cycles of our life, of life and death. We can think about like the different chapters of our life and how those were cycles. We can think about the cosmos cycles and and we can really begin to see these patterns. So winter is just this beautiful time for us, right? It's this time for us to regenerate, to draw inward, to really go in. And um, now we're in the season of Capricorn. I kind of touched on this in the last episode, but Capricorn energy is really when we learn what is integrity for us. What is integrity? So how do we live our inner truth with integrity in the outer world? And really in order to in order to come to terms with what your inner integrity is, there has to be a drawing in. There's so much pulling our attention out. Our world is really great at that. There's so much. There's entertainment. There's all these festivals and music and museums and and lights and pretty things and food and just all these wonderful, beautiful things that I love to experience. But when we get lost in that and we don't draw inward and really find our own stability, who we are, then our ability to create, our ability to manifest really becomes, we're almost at will, we're more, we're more apt to just manifest kind of willy-nilly, meaning we don't, we're not going to manifest things that are necessarily that important for us. We may, but it's not going to be as intentional as it could be as if you use these cycles to draw inward and come out and draw in and come out. It's really that cycle of in and out is very natural. So in winter, when life is drawing in, when we you know, because the days are shorter, we're not going to be doing as much. If you don't use lights to enhance your life at night and in the early mornings, you will have less daylight to do things. That's truly not that realistic for most people. I'm somewhere on the spectrum of I'm really trying. My family does not like it at night. I'm like very minimal lights. And they're like, I can't see. And I'm like, I can. I actually have pretty good night vision. Um, but the lights, honestly, I get used to them, but it really hurts my eyes late at night. And I've found that if I'm dimming the lights, if I'm not watching TV at night, if I'm just like really when it's dark outside, it's, it's dark in my home. I found that I sleep much better. I found that I have a much better experience. So winter's kind of like this, right? We can use this opportunity. We can see how the plants lose their leaves. We can see how things start to hibernate. We can see how there's this propensity in the world around us to draw inward. And really, we have that too. You are a part of nature And you have this ability to draw in. And when we have the opportunity, when the world around us is supporting drawing in, it's going to feel so much better. Maybe it will be awkward at first. Maybe 
it will be difficult because you're so used to going, going, going. Maybe that drawing in is going to feel really awkward. Maybe you might be super anxious by drawing in. All of this is so normal when you think about the world that we're in, when burnout is so prevalent, when you know, drinking caffeine to sustain yourself is just what you do. Um, that's, that's our culture at large. Like, oh, you're tired? Have a cup of coffee. Have some caffeine. Like, there's not this propensity to be like, oh, you're tired? Like, maybe you need a nap. Oh, you're not feeling great? Like, maybe you need to rest. You know, here in the U.S., and I'm sure this is true in other countries too, but here in the U.S., we have to earn our sick time. If you don't have sick time earned, you can't get paid if you're sick. So there's really a discouragement to um, take care of yourself and rest And so it might feel awkward for you. It may feel really awkward. It may feel really uncomfortable to rest at first. It may feel comfortable to draw inward. But know that at this time in the winter, the cosmos are supporting you. Earth is supporting that right now. Okay? And there are things that you can do in order to make the transition easier now, if you feel really anxious by drawing inward and sitting, sitting down and kind of taking a rest, maybe you need to journal. Journaling is a good way if the mind is super active and when you sit down, you're just like, oh, I just like, my mind's going, I can't stop. The um, journaling, sometimes just you're still resting, right? It's still kind of an inter- intermediary You're not completely resting. You're still doing something, but it gives an outlet for the busy mind and it's still kind of a more drawing inward. So journaling is a great way if the mind's really active. Now say the body feels really jittery. Say you have like, oh, my body doesn't want to stop. I just want to keep moving. First off, I would check like how much caffeine are you drinking? If you're drinking a ton of caffeine and then trying to sit down or drinking a lot of caffeine throughout the day and when you sit down you feel jittery and unable to rest, maybe check and see like, okay, maybe I can cut my caffeine intake in. Maybe I can cut it in by half or maybe one less cup of of caffeine a day. Um, Another thing you could try is doing gentle, intuitive movements. If your body doesn't feel good when you're sitting down um, or resting or meditating, if that's not accessible for you and your body feels like, oh, I want to get up and do, maybe just close your eyes, take a deep breath, and just begin to sway your body from side to side, moving your hips, moving your arms, even put on a little music and just allow yourself to move in a really gentle, intuitive way. Now, I wouldn't call that purely drawing in, but we're not all starting at the same place. You know, there's the guy in the Himalayas who can meditate for eight hours a day, and then there's, you know, me, who I was, where I couldn't even sit still. I couldn't sit still. My mind would not let me. I couldn't sit still. I actually, when I would need to rest the most, and this still happens to me, when I need to rest the most, 
I become really anxious, I get really fearful, and I start to have a lot of negative feelings come up. Now, negative feelings are nothing to run from, but my initial instinct is like, do more. Don't feel these feelings. Like, like smoke a joint, have a cup of coffee, go start another project. And then I'd run myself into the ground and be really irritated. Um, And I know a lot of us can relate to that sort of feeling of like, that's the other aspect. So there's the, the mind going, the body going, and then the emotions might. There might be fear that comes up when you sit and rest. So what you can do then is you may need more sleep. If the case is that your emotions are going out of whack when you try to rest, you might need more sleep. Your nervous system is most likely at a point where it has held its capacity to deal with stimulus. And if your body has held its capacity to deal with stimulus, if your nervous system is at the point where it cannot handle any more stimulus, um, sleep is one of the best things that you can do. And even if that doesn't feel accessible, um, you can try breathing exercises and maybe ones that aren't so like just sit there and breathe but you can do active breathing with movement like again the music with the movement um this like calming slow music with the movement and then adding breath into that so as you move breathing and what this does is the nervous system and the breath are so so closely linked Okay, they're very closely linked. Um, You can, if you're feeling like quite emotional and yucky, even, you know, giving yourself a hug and rocking, okay, nurturing, nurturing yourself, like rocking is actually, you know, you see it like these images come up in my head of like the um, insane asylum where someone's like rocking back and forth. But really that's like a soothing motion for your nervous system. So you can rock back and forth. You can um, make these these noises kind of like releasing the emotion. So I, my husband's funny. I love his noise when he does this. Mine's not as great. But you can just, you know, take a deep breath in and boo! And a deep breath in. And sometimes that can release and expel some of that nervous energy, that emotional energy. And if truly none of these things are working, so there's, so, okay, before I get there, there's also other techniques like brushing the skin with your arms, brushing your, so like you're literally brushing off the old and it kind of, it's helps move the blood. It helps soothe the nervous system and it's an energetic way of, you know, brushing the arms with the other arm, brushing the legs, you're brushing that energy off. Um, it has that physical benefit too of, of, of soothing. There are so many different techniques that you can use. If all this fails and these techniques aren't working and your emotions are so out of whack that you can't rest, then maybe it's time to start, you know, doing some inner exploration My recommendation is if your emotions are that out of control that no techniques really soothe you enough to where you can rest, is that you work with a professional. You work with a coach. 
you work with a therapist, um, you work with someone who is skilled in nervous system regulation and really like addressing what needs to be addressed. Because oftentimes when we can't find that inner world exploration because of emotion or we can't shut down and nothing is working and nothing is helping, there's really something inward that needs to be addressed in order to go to these deeper levels of inner exploration. So I just wanted to touch on that a little bit, like what might be difficult for you? Like it might be difficult. And in those cases, that's what you can do. Um, And so this inner world exploration. So what's the benefit to living cyclically and right now in winter? Like what's the benefit to this inner exploration? So inner exploration gives us a chance to nurture ourselves. It gives us a chance to come in contact with what our true intentions are. It gives us a chance to come in contact with our essence. So when we do inner exploration, when we allow ourselves to be more still, when we allow ourselves to rest more, sleep more, just like everything else is in winter, we give ourselves the opportunity to come in contact with our essence, with our soul. And not just in a way that we're like bouncing off of other things in the external world, but really like our true essence, our true desires, our true feelings. And it gives us an opportunity to give to ourselves in a way that is kind of hard when you're tied up with the outer world. Again, nothing wrong with the outer world, but there are these cycles prevalent in There's these cycles that exist within everything and we can, we, we can come into contact with these cycles and use them for our highest good and the highest good for everyone around us. The ebb and the flow exists whether or not we tune into it, but when we tune into it, We tap into magic. We are tapping into the magic all around us. And that's what I so love about cyclical living. It gives us an opportunity to check, to really tap into the magic around us, to the magic of the earth. True cyclical living. Um, Yeah. So in this inner world exploration, we can tend and nurture ourselves in a way that allows what needs to be witnessed, witnessed, what needs to be worked through, worked through in a way that needs that gives us time to process all of the sensory stimuli that we experience on a daily basis on and on a who the The amount of sensory stimulus we go through in a year is insane. I mean, I know that every generation has said this, but like it just isn't like it used to be. I, you know, I don't know a world without sensory stimulus on this level. I was born in 1992 um, and the sensory stimulus is insane. (laughs) It really is crazy. Um, 
And this drawing inward allows us to clear this debris. It allows us to witness. It allows us to process what has what needs to be processed. And then we can really come into contact, like I said, with our essence, with our true desires, with our true intentions. And part of this Capricorn season, what being in integrity with who we truly are so that we can use that to build something on the outside. And if that doesn't sound like manifestation, I don't know what is. Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. So the planet ruling or the planet associated with Capricorn is Saturn. And Saturn is Lord Karma. Saturn is actually what rules material reality. Saturn is the last visible planet with the naked eye. And Saturn really brings the immaterial to the material. So the last planets that we've discovered at this point, the last three Uranus after Saturn, Neptune, and Pluto. I'm sorry, Pluto's still a planet. (laughs) It's certainly a planetary force in astrology. But these are the unseen planets, and they're really spiritual in their orientation, and they're really, wow, they're incredible energies. And so Saturn takes that spiritual energy and makes it material. And so in Capricorn, here we are, with this trying to come in contact with our essence and our spiritual our spiritual soul, our essence, who we truly are, what we truly want to create in this world, what we truly want to be a part of, and we make it a reality, okay? That is what this time is supporting. This is what this time is most supportive of, this winter time. And so even though the sun's coming back to us, we really can really savor this inner exploration, very much savor it and use this cycle for our highest good. And so many of us have this desire for a life. We see, we feel like, oh, I would, this is really, I know this is what I want to do. And even if you don't know, you might have this yearning of like, oh, I have this yearning. I know I have a purpose. I know I am meant for something great. And (laughs) a little disclaimer on that. Yes, I personally have always felt that. There is nothing wrong with not feeling that. Even if you don't feel like you're destined for something great. Even if that's not something that you have within you. you, This is still a great time to shape your life in a way that truly, truly feels aligned for who you are. And for those of us who are like, I know I'm here to shake things up. I know I'm here to impact the world greatly, which so many of us are. It's in our stars in my generation. Like there's, there's a lot of, um, planetary astrological configurations that actually, support this and we we as a planet like we're at a really pivotal time here we're in a transition time and so it makes so much sense that there are so many of us that are like no I yearn for something I yearn for this deep purpose and I do think that there's a balance to that a balance to having fun and enjoying the moment and I think true purpose is in the present right so so okay So the present 
moment opens the door to our purpose. And what I mean by that is when we are really present, when we are imbued with consciousness in our daily life, when we are imbued with consciousness in our daily moments, in our present moment, our purpose can unfold naturally and with ease and with grace and and the obstacles that come in our path we can navigate them with grace when we choose the present moment. And again, the way to do this is drawing in and really nourishing ourselves and using this time, using the winter time to nourish ourselves. And maybe we're, like I said, we're all coming from a different place. We're all coming from different starting points, right? I've been on this journey for a while now. I've been on it for a while. So what my life looks like is going to be very different than someone who is like, oh my God, this makes so much sense. I know this. I feel this calling to be cyclical, to draw inward, to to really honor winter right now. Your life and how those steps are going to look so different. And we're all individuals. So even if you are more progressed on this path, your you your life will look different than my life and we can share and learn from one another. So why I brought that up and what I mean to say is that don't be discouraged if your life doesn't look like this, you know, I'm just going to use Instagram or social media as the example like oh use your own life as the starting point and use your own essence and where you are at and your own present moment to guide you. So that may look like for you, for those of you who are new to this and want to start, that may look like committing to one less thing a week. That may look like going to bed 30 minutes earlier, an hour earlier. That may look like paying attention to the lighting in your house when it's dark. That may look like seeing the sunrise and going outside every morning for the sun. You know, we have to choose little manageable steps to get us to the places that we feel most whole, right? So the, so the guide, so the goal is not to change yourself because you're not doing great and you're not perfect just the way you are because all of that is true but the goal is to see that like hey when I can step into this a little more I'm gonna feel more ease when I can step into this a little more I can see how my life will resemble what I dream I can when I step into this a little more this cyclical living when I step into my own cycles more I can see how this will benefit my family and my world around me and when all else fails, and things will, again, see episode one, self-compassion. You know, it's all a cycle. It's all about learning. It's all about just moving into deeper, deeper relationship with the present moment, with yourself, with the world around you. And yeah, so... I really enjoyed this conversation with basically myself, but eventually, hopefully it will hear all of your ears and hopefully you guys will be inspired to really step into this cycle of winter 
Really step into this cycle of drawing in and nourishing and nurturing yourself how, and tending to yourself and your essence really can help your life and those around you, how it can help you manifest and create a life that you are just so in love with. Um, I just love you guys so much. I feel so much gratitude for all of you listening. I feel so much gratitude that I get to share my voice and love you guys so much. See you next time.